Welcome to Lifelines, a poem to save the day, every day for 40 days. My name is Martin Rowe, and in these short episodes, a poet reads one of their poems and talks a little about it. An awakening, perhaps, a prayer, a lifeline to take you through a day, or send you into a night. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. Today, our poet is Rachel Mann. The Risen Life You wake to sting between shoulder blades As if someone's folded a crease down your back Silence hurts and the light unexpected Grey, not quite morning Glowing at the edges as if electric is involved So many people Lying down, confined Each in their own bay Slow heave of chests, a faint scent, antiseptic perhaps, the calm. Not remembering for a second what has happened to you, then feeling out from the inside a kind of shock shivering down through your forehead, teeth, neck, a fear about what might have been removed. There is a nurse She could be a nurse, someone who smiles, who is not afraid of wounds, whose eyes twinkle as she holds a finger to her mouth when you start to speak. I've had a lot of surgery in my life, something like 15 operations for Crohn's disease and also what used to be called sex reassignment surgery, but is now generally called gender confirmation surgery. And there is something quite terrifying about undergoing a procedure under general anaesthetic. Not least, will I wake up? And I certainly remember how on many occasions I made deals with God saying, well, If this is my time, then over to you, God. I'm in your hands, or more likely, Lord, help me get through this. One of the things that they don't tell you when the anaesthetician comes to speak to you before surgery is actually how you might feel when you wake up. And this poem, The Risen Life, is all about that, about what on earth it means to find oneself in, as they call it, the recovery room. It's an interesting word, recovery. It could be called the resurrection room in one sense, for that's how I've experienced it as a kind of resurrection, waking up into strangeness and disorientation In the poem, I say, as if electric is involved. And there are so many people, some lying down, some coming to tend one's wounds and one's needs. And there is this sense that one has travelled across lines into what we might call liminal space, the beyond, and then travelling backwards, back towards one's ordinary life. The risen life, 
I suppose many of us have all sorts of fantasies about what that might mean, what it might look like. I suppose some people have visions of heaven and heavenly hosts and pearly gates. I'm someone who, perhaps because I've so often been uncomfortable in my body, wants to really claim the bodily reality of resurrection. So in this poem, as in so much of my thinking and writing, I want to come back to the details of what it is to be raised, come back to the sense of shock shivering down through your forehead, teeth and neck, that sense of bodies being confined. And of course, as I say in the final stanza, someone who comes towards you, who is not afraid of wounds, who invites you not to begin to speak, but to wait and listen and receive. I'm not sure what it means to talk of heaven, but I have a sense that if and when we are raised to that other life on that other shore, it will be a place where we are invited to wait and receive and have such wounds as we carry with us beyond tended to. The risen life. You wake to sting between shoulder blades as if someone's folded a crease down your back. Silence hurts and the light unexpected. Grey, not quite morning, glowing at the edges as if electric is involved. So many people, lying down, confined, each in their own bay. Slow heave of chests, a faint scent, antiseptic perhaps, the calm. Not remembering for a second what has happened to you. Then feeling out from the inside, a kind of shock shivering down through your forehead, teeth, neck a fear about what might have been removed. There is a nurse. She could be a nurse. Someone who smiles, who is not afraid of wounds, whose eyes twinkle as she holds a finger to her mouth when you start to speak. Find all episodes of Lifelines, Season 1 and Season 2, at lifelines-book.com. That's where you'll also find more on our poets and their poems, and on Lifelines the Book, a collection of notes on life and love and faith and doubt. As well as our poets, this podcast is giving thanks to Malcolm Doney and to Rick Lee for making the music and editing each episode, and to you for tuning in. <laughs>